Thanks for listening to another podcast on unratherbewriting.com. My name is Tom Johnson. And in this podcast, I'm going to go over the results of a recent podcast poll that I put on my site just this week. And about 45 to 50 people responded to a few questions. The first question was, do you listen to podcasts? 75% of you said yes. I'm kind of guessing that if you decided to answer a poll on a podcast topic, you probably already listen to podcasts. So that number may be a little bit distorted, but I've done previous surveys and it's about the same number, about 75% of the people listen to podcasts. Second question, are you a technical communicator of some kind? 91% said yes. The 9% who said no, uh, I'm guessing those are my friends, my family, people interested in becoming technical communicators, perhaps academics, although maybe they are technical communicators and I shouldn't question that. Would you be interested in listening to regular Flare podcasts? 64% of you said no. And only 36% of you said yes. And so we will not be doing regular shows on Flare, unfortunately. It might have been cool, but some of the podcasts that are built around a show, built around a tool, such as InDesign Secrets, they do get dull. They get tiring. People get into obscure features. It's just like a chore. Oh, I have to learn about InDesign again. Would you like to listen to regular WordPress podcasts? 55% of you said no. Only 45% said yes. So that's better than Flare. But still, not the, ma- not the majority of people really want to listen to WordPress podcasts. And to be honest, it would probably be screencasts. So uh, they may be a little different format. Would you be interested in listening to regular podcasts on, excuse me, techcom trends and news? 82% of you said yes. 18 per- 18% said no. If you think about it, most podcasts are built around news. Um, this week in tech, also this week in Google, Engadget, the New York Times, uh, what is that, Tech Talk podcast. Geek Brief TV, Geek News Central. All these shows have news as their lifeblood. And that's that's actually a pretty good strategy, right? Because it gives you something relevant, focused, and new. But the problem with news is that it's kind of light and it can be a little bit trivial. And after two weeks, it isn't interesting anymore because it's old. And if I look at the trends of my own podcasting style, what has naturally emerged hasn't really been to gather up all the news I can, all the news that's going on, and then to comment on it with a co-host. It just hasn't really happened for me. I don't have a co-host sitting around who wants to talk about the news. And if we did, we'd probably all agree about all the news anyway. So my style has really been to find somebody who's doing something interesting and to interview them about it. I I think that, A, it's easy to do this kind of podcast because the person already has all the knowledge. I just have to try to untap it from their brains as they speak into the podcast. I'm a decent enough interviewer that I can usually 
keep the conversation going. And I like interacting with people, especially people I've never met before and who maybe live on another continent, in another time zone, another world. It's kind of like going from one world to the other. So despite the interest in news and trends, I'm going to look for those trends and those news and those new things in people rather than just things like, oh, this software tool had an update. Uh, the STC is hiking up the dues again or uh, things like, oh, a new screen capture tool has been released. It's like you're going to hear news like that if it's relevant to you sooner or later. And I want to deliver something of substance. People still download my podcasts that I've recorded months ago. For example, I recently looked at my metrics and I have about 1,200 downloads a week. But the current podcast only gets maybe 300 downloads. Really, it's the aggregate sum of all these other podcasts that people are downloading that really combines to make a lot of downloads. And um, part of the reason is that these older podcasts, because they're not solely focused on news, they actually address topics, are of interest to people who are trying to learn about those topics. Okay, let's go on. How do you listen to podcasts? Play directly on the computer, 33%. iPod or iPhone, 24%. Download the MP3 file, 16%. I don't listen to podcasts, 16%. Other MP3 player, 11%. So the people who play podcasts directly on the computer, you are fascinating to me. I would like you to write me and explain how you do that. Are you writing documentation while at the same time listening to a podcast? Because if so, you have like this genius brain that is able to function in two different directions at the same time. Uh, I am either driving in my car listening to podcasts or I'm shooting baskets listening to podcasts or I'm running an errand in the grocery store and I'm listening to podcasts. I'm almost never listening to podcasts while I'm typing at my computer at work or at home. I just can't work like that. I don't know how you do that, so enlighten me. As for the other MP3 players, I was talking to one of my listeners who has a Zune, and despite the fact that the Zune only has one person of market share, and that David Pogue routinely flogs it in his reviews, Engadget actually gave the Zune a lot of good review review comments, uh, praising its HD graphics and, and things like that. So it it uh, definitely has place. All right, next question. Do you listen to podcasts in which I read my posts? Or do you, sorry, do you like the podcasts where I read my posts? And most of you hate them. So, well, a lot of you don't know. You said, I don't know, 54%. No, 33%. Yes, 13%. This was something I was trying just as an experiment, trying to trying to get better at reading things so that I could be a better screencaster. But uh, it didn't really stick either. I mean, it was kind of a chore. Didn't really like doing it. So probably won't see too much of that in the future. By the way, speaking of polls, I also had a poll of the week question. I found this really cool plugin that allows you to allows you to do polls in WordPress called WP-Poll. Uh, 
and it is pretty cool. Uh, but in the sidebar of my blog, I'm trying to feature a regular poll. And the current question is, what are the most important trends in the technical communication field right now? 56% of you said hybrid tech writers wearing multiple hats. Interesting. 25, and you could choose more than one in this. 25% said multimedia, such as videos and screencasts. 13% said document minimalism. 6% said talking about the decline of the STC, which is an answer I put in there for fun. But it's definitely a trend. You can't, you can't uh, doubt that one. Ditta, 0%. Single sourcing, 0%. User-generated content, 0%. Wikis, 0%. Incorporating source, social media, 0%. Outsourcing, 0%. Really interesting, especially the Ditta. It seems like Ditta is hyped beyond anything else. And unless you're doing Ditta and you're up to speed with Ditta, then you're behind the times. But... According to this survey, Dita is not the most important trend going on right now. It's these, the multimedia. It's the hybrid tech writer. It's the minimalistic document. So, all right, this is just a short podcast, and I mostly wanted to test out my new setup. I finally ordered a mixer, a Behringer 8 input mixer, and thanks to my DJ friend and my boss who is an acoustic genius or an instrument I don't know he's into sound and audio and things like that uh, they were able to actually explain all the different buttons and inputs on this device which is quite complicated actually inputs and outputs and different sizes and knobs and things like that there's probably 25 knobs and 15 different inputs anyway got it all set up working and I think it's going to be the way I record things from now on. Part of the reason is that I can adjust the level and make it so the volume is good without um, getting uh, all these lip noises recorded, which is what my, my little Zoom player had. But I don't want to get into that too much. I am giving a screencasting webinar for the STC on December 16. Their webinars are like 79 bucks, so get your work to pay for it if you can. But if you really believe that multimedia and videos and screencasts are important, then this is, this is going to be a worthwhile webinar for you. I'm going to go over all kinds of things from sound to storyboarding to uh, processing to formats to voiceovers, all kinds of techniques. Because screencasting is where it all comes together. You have the video component. You have the audio component, you have the delivery. There's a lot going on in screencasts. And although not an expert on it, I admit it's something that I really want to do better. Because when I want to learn software, almost invariably I'm going to a video tutorial. I'm not reading a long chunk of text. All right, thanks for listening. If you have any feedback, I'd still like you to take the polls if you haven't. Uh, it'll just gather more and more feedback. I kind of wanted to have like 100 votes. Only had around, I think it was 46 to 49. Some people didn't vote and uh, on all the questions. But, but go ahead and look for that. I'll attach a link 
to it in this podcast post. Give me feedback. You can add it in the comments. Uh, people, people say some great things. For example, Kai in Germany says, Tom, thanks for asking. I cherish your podcast for tech writing methods, trends, etc. Especially the interviews, dialogues, reading your own posts would seem redundant to me. It's usually easier and quicker for me to spread to to oh, there's a typo to read or scan a written post. Uh, Eileen Potter says, "I squeeze in podcasts when I can. It's usually quicker for me to scan posts and outlook. Listening to a podcast about a specific tool, Flare, WordPress, it might be tricky if the topic is solution oriented and you're trying to visualize where you are in the application as you listen to the conversation." And some other people said some other things. Uh, Richard Hamilton of XML Press says. Tom, I agree with Eileen. It's usually quicker for me to read. I'd actually rather have transcripts of podcasts than podcasts of written blogs. Though I understand that the former is much harder to do than the latter. And Margaret says, while reading is quicker, I often listen to podcasts in the car while driving. And interviews are better when you hear the voices. It's true. That last point, if you ever try to read a really long interview, it's just the person doesn't come out that doesn't stand out as much if if they're just in written text unless they're just really unique and things like that so this leads me to my next request if you know of somebody doing anything interesting something new something that falls in line with these trends or somebody who uh, has an interesting point of view or thought or theory or method or something that would be a great podcast topic, let me know. Just drop me a line at tom at idratherbewriting.com. Be sure to visit my site, idratherbewriting.com, and subscribe and tell other people about it if you so feel inclined. All right, thank you. Have a great day.